Welcome to You, Me, and Mike. I'm Jen Todrick, otherwise known as the Rambling Redhead on Instagram and the host and designer of No Demoreno on HGTV. And I'm Mike. And I'm also known as Mike. And he's Mike. Applause. Anyone? <laughs> Applause. Okay. Welcome back, guys, to the podcast. Hey, it's part two. <laughs> this is a part two. So if you have not listened to part one. The, of I'm the about, entrepreneur in you. Yes. Of the, the See what I just mean? The yeah. entrepreneur in you. You're so this dumb. is what this is called. This is that's not that is what this, that's the this, title. That's the title. That's what the title. Is I just made me. it up right now. <laughs> it's pretty good. Marketing. If you haven't listened <laughs> to the first part about Mike's background and kind of the beginning of our entrepreneur journey, yep. please listen to that part one. But right now we're going to dive into specifically Armor Coffee, Armor Brewing, and pretty much um, answer questions about that you guys have submitted about sure. business. Yeah. Okay. So where should we pick okay. back up? So. You the the last one we were talking about is when I went back and talked to the business owner at yes. the time. So I had this other idea called the Armory, which was a co-working and a cafe. It had a coffee shop yes, in it. And I did a whole bunch of market research about like who goes to co-working facilities, they're familiar to WeWork. It's basically, basically WeWork. Rental. Yeah, except WeWork yeah. wasn't as big. It well, it was actually huge then. It was it was exploding at the time. Now it that was, they've condensed. So I Wait, felt, what? Did I just totally say that wrong? No, they were they, they were growth. They were growing. They were growing rapidly. Up. They were right. st- they were the new kids on the block. They were and new, really exactly. rapidly growing. Okay. And I was like, and I felt that that business was good for people that were in office buildings. And I was like, well, just like gyms had these mo- big, massive gyms. Yeah. Sometimes there were smaller boutiques because it's easier to get in and out. You get what you need, and yeah. you don't pay for all the overhead, right? Right. I was like, well, make the co working facility smaller and add a cafe next to it that you don't have to pay monthly for because if you buy a coffee every day or get food, it ultimately kind of nets out to the same. And right. so I did a whole bunch of research on the cafe component. When this opportunity came up to buy the coffee shop, was called The Village at the time. I was, it nope. really. It was called Saxby's. No, it was called The Village. It Millie's was coffee. Sex. Oh yeah. yeah, you're right. My bad. Yeah. It was Saxby's first. They changed it yeah. and did a little, a little, very little baby facelift, facelift yeah, to make facelift. it village coffee, and it, which we actually like the name village, but you we, did. I didn't. Oh, did is it just me? It was at, it was, I mean, I wanted to change it and make it ours cause we yeah. always had a, a plan, but I was yeah. like, man, it's not a horrible name anyways. Yeah. So my biggest <sighs> fear after, so if you listen sense. to part one, my brother had was originally part of it. He, it, he ended up pulling out of it for his, for great reasons again. Um, and the biggest fear I had was running the coffee and cafe component because I have no food and beverage background before this. None. I've but- also told this man, I will not run a <laughs> restaurant with you and I will not run a bar with you. Fast yeah. forward to 2022, we have both. We Continue. Have both. Continue. It's awesome. You get a, it means I love it's, you. You get a bug on it. It's like, it's a fun thing because it's experiential. So we purchased the coffee shop and... um Ultimately, if you're going into business, you can start a business, you can do a franchise, or you can buy an existing business. It's kind of the three ways to get in, right? right? I mean, that's basically it. And I still wanted to create and build our own, but have, buying something that existed, I wasn't starting at like zero. I was starting at maybe half, right? right. So there was a leg up of having people that were already trained and experienced that I didn't have to do it. So I got to learn from them through the acquisition. And you know, what you buy companies for in value, there's all, I mean, that's a whole, listen to other podcasts on it or other books, or maybe there'll be another podcast on it, but there's things that are called EBITDA and then, and finance and profits. And there's whole different reasons what you can buy for, what the multiples are and things like that. But ultimately got, I think a fair deal on, 
on this. There was something that we were able to buy with cash because we had saved money, so we didn't go into debt for it. So it was something we were walking in a position that we weren't at an instant like, oh crap, we have a like a huge note and we're worried right. about things. So it gave us a lot of security. And at, this, at that time, I was still working for Abbott because I had all those little naivety that I could- It also wasn't super expensive. Like it the, wasn't like the lease is expensive. Yeah, monthly, no, it, that the was the, the liability. The liabilities right. were were the biggest kind of risk factors around right. it. But um, I was also working for Abbott at the same time, and I told my company, "I'm like, I'm doing this. I'm going to do this on the side. It's going to be easy. I got a, I got a general manager." And Mike was still <laughs> trying to juggle both jobs at this point. He was by still way, employed in his corporate job. By the way, fun fact, and maybe fast forward on some of the questions that you may ask. Not nah, you can't do both. Don't do it. Unless you have a full-time ops person that you really trust, you cannot. You can't juggle you can't, both. You can't do everything because something had to give. And I almost had a, a mental breakdown at one point during COVID when it was happening. I was like, I can't do everything. That no, was, COVID, you were done. Well, you left. You left the was, month before COVID because I remember when COVID hit, we were like, what the heck did we just do? <laughs> <laughs> Leaving your job. That's true. That was, it was it the did month happen before. before. It was, that's right. It was the month before. It was before. We, so I was, right. so, we were that's so right. brave. Was, y'all, the timing all blends together. Y'all, I'm not kidding. We were so freaking brave, right? Leave the corporate job and then COVID hits the next month. Yeah. We were those yeah. people In a that food were and just beverage. like, yeah, <laughs> like, we were like, to, like expect- oh, my gosh, yeah. this is a lesson learned. God's trying to tell us to stay in our lane. Yeah. This ain't it. Do what and, you do. Oh, and all, to add a layer of like frustration, I had just was starting to film season one. Mm-hmm. And so I was gone and Mike went from corporate job to literally a homeschool full-time dad at home yeah. while I was filming and he was trying to get this business up yeah. while homeschooling a kid. Yeah. It was, was a it lot. Two kids or just one kid? It was three kids. No, Viv was not in school. You cray. Oh, but not in school. Were, no, were, no, no, yeah, no. I was, I was homeschooling. But yeah, Vaughn and and Berkeley. And Ber- yeah, yeah that was at the point where I lost a patch of hair. It's called alopecia, and it's onset through stress. It's not funny. I'm not <laughs> laughing. I'm sorry. So if you go back to season one of uh, No Demoreno, there's a couple episodes you can see it. I did my hat on, and there was this like this quarter, is true. It was like a half dollar. I mean, it's big. Where Mike big is bald circular in the back spot. of his head. No hair. None. It's from stress. Poor yeah. guy. Yeah, it's, so it's we yeah, were, localized alopecia. But you know what? I don't, rem- what's crazy is maybe we were just so busy and like flying by the seat of our pants, but I don't look back and be like, that was a hard time in our marriage, like no. at all. I don't remember no. us fighting a lot. I just think we were both oh. trying our best and you were also, while you were stressed, it was also an, ex- well, once we got over that month of like fear and we yeah. were like, okay, this is going to be all right. Oh, and we moved. Yeah, the month well, that the, COVID the hit. Save, the saving, the <laughs> saving, all these things. The saving grace of our business at the time when people couldn't go in was the drive-through. No, our, our drive-through really well, helped. Well, this, our saving grace were like the two croissants that we had at the time. Do you remember that, Mike? Oh, the because food? we served these two baguettes yeah. that were just Considered delivered in. Yeah. That they we were just at that time functioning as the business before we yeah. hadn't gotten our chef in we hadn't made the menu what it was we were just you know handing over everything that they had yep. but because we had these two baguettes that were just nothing special those guys kept us open as essential because it was food right. and so we had a drive through and so we could we could stay working I mean nuts it yeah. was crazy and also well, it's a god thing I it mean was a god, it, yeah. it was a god thing but also it's the people honestly truth be told our local community, as well as people who found us from following our journey on Instagram. Like you guys kept our business going. You kept our doors open in COVID 
because we were a brand new RAND company. Yep. And anytime that happens, people well, leave. There's you know? one There's one more thing that was happening during yeah. the month that COVID happened as well. What? Remember the renovation? So oh part of the brand. heavens, I keep yeah. forgetting there's so many layers. <laughs> then we so, took on a renovation. So with the renovation of the coffee shop. So when we purchased this coffee shop, one of the biggest issues I had was I just, I local was identity because it was called Village. I didn't, I didn't think the brand for me, it didn't, it didn't connect me because I didn't make it. And maybe the old owners, maybe the village mattered something to them. It didn't matter much. Like the name didn't connect to me. I did. I just didn't feel that there was enough identity for me to say, I'm happy keeping this. Plus we were one of the reasons why I became an entrepreneur and where I really wanted to, to make something that's ours was to grow, was to yeah. create something. It's right. that, it's that creative growth aspect of, of building something that you've been a part of that is bigger than you. Right. right? And so our, it wasn't our vision. No. So sure. the armory became armor. Why? You remember? Yes. Why? I remember because of the verse. No, it was because of a trademark issue initially. Oh, not the sim- <laughs> sim- Yes, I remember that because there was something in California about yeah, the armory. Yeah, so you're running like things of lawyers. Yep. You're going down. I even had like a logo and stuff. And Which then, I was bummed. I loved and, the armory. And then, and I then, thought that was cool. And then my attorney came back. He's like, hey, man, um, bad news. There's a trademark for this. So I would not recommend doing it. You can risk it. And if they don't fight you, you you can you know have cause to later. He goes, or just figure out another name. So... Jen and I were spitballing on what the name would be, and and I I pitched armor because it just drops the Y. It was an armor officer, and I was like, it's kind of a weird name, armor coffee. I kept like, like, is it too much of a mouthfeel? And you're the one you're like, I kind of like it. That's what you told me. What armor? Armor, yeah. yeah. I'm the one that came up with hashtag armor up. You did. I'm very proud of yeah. that. But when but <laughs> when I was looking for confirmation again, I go back to praying about things, and God has spoken to me and in. in you know, not maybe like verbally, but in different ways. And this one, I pulled this old Bible, which I don't know if you've followed the stories for a long time, but she kicked me out of my office and put me up to the upstairs game room for my new office. Oh my gosh, I didn't kick you out. <laughs> True, you kicked me out. No, you complained about the noise and then <laughs> his butt went upstairs and then he complained that it was too lonely. <laughs> true story. <laughs> it is true. Well, it's because, and Haley, remember Haley was working from the kitchen table as well and you're like, you needed a spot. It made, yeah. sen- it made yeah. sense for you to Haley be and I office. were working on my dining room table. Like all day. ridiculous. So I moved upstairs and I was cleaning my desk out and I found this old Bible that my dad had written a verse before my deployment and the front of it, it just said, for you, Michael, Psalm 91, right? And that's mm-hmm. known as the soldier's prayer and you can read it and look at it. But so I flip it open because it was literally that day. I'm like, all right, maybe something here. So I read it, Psalm 91 for um, paraphrasing. Uh, and in this version, it's in, it's the the uh, uh, living uh, new living time, new living translation. I think it's what it is. It's the only translation that this word's used in it but it says for god's faithful promises are your armor and protection so god you know take shelter under the wings of the lord most high for his faithful promises are your armor and protection yeah and i was like armor i was literally we had i'd written out i just talked to you and i'm like all right god's faithful promise i've been praying about this armor business because i've been praying about this business for a long time yeah and to do something that honors him honors the family honors the community yeah. and does something that creates experiences that really honestly create impact in people's lives it's not the product i don't think the coffee although we make amazing product but i think what we have that's going special for armor right now is the people that are there and it's the my our employees the way they treat people and likewise the community that supports it i would say i think it's even more so like what does the building hold and it's a lot of bible studies and meet and greets and students who are studying it's a way it's a community for to connect and, and to be out and create yeah. relationships. And, and think about how much more, how important that is over the last two years of how yeah. separated we've been yeah. that face to face interaction connect. And now look, we got a drive through and 
I'm as guilty as anyone where I need that fix. Sometimes you just go through like I got to get that drive through, which yeah. where our location is good because you can go through it. But you know when you're when you're when you're looking at the business, it's does is there a need? And there was a need in our community for having a craft coffee shop. I right. felt that the quality we can improve. I probably focused too much on like perfecting things and maybe slow things down a little bit because I'm like, I want these things to be not just good, but great. If we're going to focus our time right. on it, we're going to do it. Don't have, don't have to do it. Right? right. Do it right. And if you can do, if you know, and always do it the right way all the time, just because that's the right thing to do. Right. right? So that has been incredible. And I think, you know, one of the, the bigger things we've been super lucky about is despite some hiccups on some leadership early on in our, in our career with, so, oh, we've issue. had people steal from us. Yeah. I mean, it's been, it's been, it's, it's there's, there's been some, there's been some, role, there's been some speed bumps we've hit that we've absolutely learned through. But right now, I mean, we have a great, great group of people right. that have partnered with us and I've been very blessed to bring really good people on that know way more about the business than I do and allowing us to be able to grow and expand and things. So yeah, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so that's pretty much where it came to be as far as where we are with armor. Um, you know, we went back and forth a long time about, we even do now, honestly, about like, okay, what if we made a product and just like sold it online? Mm-hmm. And I, in so many ways, that would be so easier. <laughs> Probably. But we went the brick and mortar route. And that is still our number one focus is like creating brick and mortar places where people can connect and locals, we can be a footprint in our community yeah. and serve and give back where we can. And that's still well, our number one focus. Right. Well, it's not the quickest way. Um, you it's, know, it's not the quickest moneymaker to be completely transparent, but like, that's the way that we want to do it. That's how we want to get it's there. Sustain- if you do want to right, spread slowly, yeah, create and, sustainability, yeah. create lasting brand that connects longer. And, yeah. you know, look, we've launched our online program right now. You can go to armorcoffee.com and, and check out our online program. We got coffee there. We got t-shirts yep. there. And, Shows up at your yeah, door. You can yeah. subscribe gonna, and get some bags yeah. of coffee. Oh, oh, can I drop a little seat? A little fun, fun fact. Yes. A little, little drop secret. It. Drop it now. Black Friday, we're going to have some new stuff showing, a lot of new stuff. It's yep. going to be pretty cool. And and that's and so we're focusing on the, on those things, but we're trying to, to be, or at least I'm trying to be, well, we're both mean. I mean, we're being strategic and slow because I will never, what I don't want to do is sacrifice quality and customer experience for quick buck. Yeah. I don't want to do that. And, and I've been any, slow And if anyone tells you you're going to be... Um, a millionaire and in, in owning one coffee shop very you're quickly. Not, you're not. Don't believe no, them. They're so not. full of crap. No. Co- coffee's <laughs> coffee co- shop yeah. ain't it. <laughs> coffee shops are really comp. They're they're not the highest margin business in the mm-hmm. world. Um, you have to love it and you have to like yeah. more than just the money profit aspect. You have to, otherwise, don't do it. So yeah, you got you have to have, you have to have multiple shops to yeah. to to you know create probably income replacement. Now, if you if you work in the shop and you're the gen and your owner operator, you can do well. But you yeah. got to be an owner operator. You got to be the general manager, and you can you can make a good career doing that as well. And you can mm-hmm. own one shop. But if you're thinking it's going to be a side passive investment, it's not. You're you're very hands on. You need people. It's and it need you need good people. And you need to pay people well. You uh-huh. do if you're going to expect good talent and good people. It's it's a it's a service business. Like your baristas are basically chefs, right? I feel like it's an extension of our family. Even like yeah. I take that stuff to heart. And so that's yeah. just every hire is like super important and yeah. anyone should feel that way. You don't have to be on TV to feel that way. That's no. like, pri- that's like it, pride it needs in, to in be, you and yeah. your name and yeah. in your honor. Yeah. But and what I, you know, like if people are out there looking to start their own business right now, the first thing I would say to you is just make sure number one, you're passionate about it. Uh-huh. Number two, 
there's a need for that business. That's smart. That's very right? smart. Is there a need? Are you solving yeah. a problem, right. an actual problem? Yeah. And I know, guess our problem was there was no local coffee shop except, I mean, we were buying it, except um, Starbucks that wasn't even super close. And Starbucks is yeah. like, I mean, Starbucks is Starbucks. Right. And it's, but, but it's a different product. We're yeah. a craft coffee. Look, you, can, you can have a McDonald's next to a Burger King and they both you can succeed, right? People right. are looking for options. Right. And again, I have many theories on well, how coffee's, you know, fractionating and why things are changing in the coffee world. And there's more brands that are coming everywhere. I'm calling it, I, I'm coining it the caffeine wars right now because there are like regional and national players popping up yeah. left and right. Well, coffee's everywhere. cool right now. Right. And like it's coffee's also, super and, trendy. And also what's, <laughs> what's what the, the, the trend right now is to get rid of cafes and just bring drive throughs Look at Dutch Brothers and Sip yeah. and all these things. Like it's just drive through, grab your coffee and go, but that's not creating connection. Like I want to do do something different. So again, look for the need. We have to drive through if you don't want connection and you're yeah. late to work. Well, that's, but <laughs> if you do want connection, we just, have the inside. And that's the also just being like, responsible for understanding your market right yeah so again that goes back to the need because there is a need for convenience in coffee there is a need i got three kids in the car i'm not unbuckling my my kid my screaming kid in the car seat right now to go get a cup of coffee no way i'm doing that in the rain or whatever so so there are times where it's just i'll wait you'll wait most people wait 10 minutes 15 minutes sometimes because you're like longer just just want to get my coffee it's worth it to not unbuckle everyone because I don't want to see people the way I look right now. Right. Yep. And that's all people. But so I told Mike from the beginning, I'm like, we can never own a coffee shop without a drive through. He's like, Jen, we can have one without, a, I'm like, Nope, I do not stand behind it. So if we ever have one without a drive through guys, it's, I lost that argument yep. <laughs> because I'm like, I will not go to a coffee shop. I will skip that one and go a little further as a drive through. If right. I have all three of my kids, yep. especially when I was a stay at home mom. Yeah. The other, the other advice. So what I say, the make sure there's, make sure you're passionate, make sure there's a need. Make sure that you know that you're going to be working more than you probably have ever worked in your life. To start off for sure. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's if you are going to do an entrepreneurial job, it's not, there is, yep. this isn't a, hey, you know, I'm just going to work a couple hours a day and they do this. It becomes everything. Yep. And it's not, and that does not a negative thing because there is balance. Like, you know, our family, we've created compartmentalizations, time with the kids, and I still think we do a good job of juggling, but it's constant. It's mm-hmm. a constant part that's part of you because yeah. the job that it's it's everything you are right and then the last well, thing is this it's and, easy. And, and, let me elaborate on that it's easy to um work full time because it's like right on your phone yep. especially it's your own business you know even yeah. me my business it's right there so it's really really easy to not shut it off because yep. you're like why would i you yep. know and you have to really tell yourself nope for these three hours we're yep. gonna have dinner time family time once the kids go to bed if it's cool with my spouse and she or he has something else she wants to do then i can pick it yep. back up if i choose yep. to do so so yeah for sure yeah. so yeah it's it's you're gonna work more it's gonna be harder than you think yeah and you're gonna make less money early on than you actually probably expect and you know why you do that because you got the hope that later on in life it'll it's be a little easier but it is but <laughs> you'll but, coast but later take, at some but, point but it takes time exactly right? it takes time and patience <laughs> exactly. and persistence and resilience and any entrepreneur will tell you that it's not i mean there are some people that hit it right away and they get lucky that but that's the yeah that's like the minority the majority of people that that are in business right there's a lot of grind and hustle and grit and failures that come your way and you learn from them and you got to keep yep. persevering pushing through and and eventually the other thing is the reality is with business is that there's a certain time where if it's not working out it's okay to pivot as well 
Like we've yeah. pivoted business plans. I've had all these other ideas and the armory pivoted into the ar- into armor. And that right. way you could look at that as a failure. I could look at that as a God thing to say that was the right thing for us to do to focus on one category, mm-hmm. right? And those, and that's if somebody were, if, if, you know, five, 10, 20 years from now, armor becomes something that is no longer right for a family. Would I sell it? I would. Yeah. I, it's, do I want to pass this on to our gener- our family? Great. Would I like to franchise eventually? Of course. But it doesn't mean that this is something so tied that I will sacrifice everything for the long term for it. Right. That's just the way I look at it. And that's just business. That's more of a business mindset. It's like me selling homes. Yeah. How, how emotionally tied am I to Jen? I had to tell you to have a heart and a soul because a home <laughs> is a lovely place of love. And I looked it's at not it. not just a price I looked tag. At, I looked at homes for a long time as investments. Right. The end. And yeah. because I could live in an apartment and be fine. Anyway. That's true. You got any questions, Jen? I do. I have uh, some on paper here that people had asked. Um, just randomly, like throughout the last couple of years, like DMs or whatnot. Um, and these are the things that come to mind that I always see. I think the easiest one is, let's start with a positive. What's your favorite part of being entrepreneur? What's your favorite part? I think we're creating something, right? We're seeing, right. we're building something that we can see growth through. And, and, and the other thing is, and I don't want to sound this, this doesn't sound cheesy, but the truth is, is, Creating jobs is awesome. It like makes you feel good. It really does. I like, don't know how to else to yeah. explain it, but it's like, it sounds cheesy. And like, I always, I don't, this sounds bad. I don't even know if I want to admit this, but like companies, you know, how like when I was younger, when you're younger in college, you'd hear like, and what the great thing about our company is that we create this many jobs in the community. Yeah. And I just remember always being like that go over my head and it wouldn't be like a huge like selling point for me if I heard it in a presentation or whatnot. But now that I'm a business owner, it's like makes you really proud because the more jobs you can um, create, it means that your business is thriving yeah. and it means that you're able to do that. But it's not just creating jobs because there's jobs out there, but it's creating jobs that people have a culture and a, a good an job. organization yeah. that they're proud to be a part of. And right. and like, let's be honest, in the food and beverage business and being a barista or, or a server or whatnot, be hard. It, and it's, it's, it's a hard job I've done and, it. and maybe, yeah. maybe you do it for six months, maybe you do it for a year. But if people come to into or armor and they work for us and they're like, this was fun. It was a good time to work there for six months, a year, two years. Maybe they go into management and they stay with us a long term. But it's still, if they come in, they're part of the organization, they feel that they're part of a team and they're yeah. really building them up and they're vibing with, I mean, really it's about culture creation and development. And I, that's what I, that's what I love about it. Yeah. I love do. it. I mean, the goal is, is that our culture continues to expand. And right. I mean, you know. Okay. So we, that's your favorite part. Yeah. Um, and isn't it cool? It is fun to see um, armor t-shirts in the wild. Yeah, it's I mean, it very really fun. Is. Oh my gosh, I was in, where was I? Was I in Target? And I saw one, like one aisle down. I saw someone wearing like a bright yellow armor oh, coffee. Oh, the OG ones? And I was like, oh I love- my gosh, that's cool. And I didn't want to like, it's, I never, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, that's so like weird bring, and self-centered. Like the, I'm, I'm going to bring the yellow ones back. But I saw it and I was like, Oh my gosh, we're in Target. Yeah, I kind of nerd out on the t-shirt. I spend way too much time on graphic design and things like that. I probably waste, I, I, I bottleneck things because I, I genuinely spend a lot of time on t-shirts and yeah. and labels and logos and things like that. I love that part of it. I That's another thing I genuinely love. And seeing people have that and feeling that they're connected to our brand and our, our, our people and our company and us, yeah. that's that's pretty cool. I mean, that's, yeah. that's fun.
All right, I want to take a quick moment to talk about today's sponsor, which is Raycon. You have definitely heard of Raycon on my Instagram if you follow over there. I've talked about them for over a year. They're amazing earbuds. I love them so much. These are the ones that are sweat resistant, water resistant. I've literally dropped them in a cup of coffee and then rinsed them off with water and they still kick into this day. I barely charge those suckers. They have 32 hour battery life, but I swear it's more than that. They are amazing and half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no shock to me why they have over 50,000 five-star reviews. These are the earbuds that I put in my ear and mic, and we shook our heads like a freaking rock star, and they do not move. They do not budge. They feel awesome in your ear. They have a flat profile to where you can lay on the pillow and watch your shows at night, and they're not sticking out of your head. Amazing. I cannot recommend them more. I love them so much. I have way too many pairs that I'm willing to admit because I want them in every room of my house because I use them every single day. Again, those are the everyday earbuds. Go to buyraycon.com today and use code rambling to get 20% off of your Raycon order. We're going to do a spelling bee here for a second. It's buy, B-U-Y, Raycon, R-A-Y-C-O-N.com. Code rambling, as in rambling redhead for 20% off. You will not be disappointed. Well, what's your favorite part, Jen? Um, I, my favorite part, hands down, is... When I say like watching it thrive, Mm. it sounds like it's more of like a selfish thing. Like, yay, our business is making it. But I think it's more of like watching people um, get excited about new things coming. So like when we got our chef, everyone in the shop was really excited about that. Or whenever we did special event night, everyone was really excited about that. I like watching... So I guess, I guess I'm changing my answer as I'm talking. I really like it whenever I see employees like get really excited about stuff. Yeah. I think it makes me happy. It's like we, it's I a, hope. It's a culture thing. Yeah, it's a culture thing. And we're, you know, we're a normal business. Well, we always get kids or people who don't love it and they leave and there's a, sure. Yes, that's going to happen, you yeah. know. Um, but for the majority, I feel like we have always had really good goodbyes whenever yeah. people leave or if people stay and they stay really happy. So I think I like seeing the employees and having a good time. And I also love seeing like reviews that specifically call out customer service being yeah. great. That's awesome. Um, That's the best. I'm really, customer service is like number one for me. And I don't know why. I think it's because I have like a background of like I started, well, number one, I was a waitress too. I've been a bartender in college, but then I also worked in the retail side. And so I'm very customer service based. I've always understood customer service. I've understood that you smile if someone is spitting in your face and it will work out better for you in the end. And so when I see that, it makes me really happy as well. I don't know. Mine's answer is not as cool as yours, but it, that stuff you're does saying, make me I mean, happy. I think you're actually saying almost the exact same thing. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it really, it's it's creating. I like watching it grow. It's creating really the brand, do. creating a culture, creating an organization that isn't, that's kind of bigger than us, right? Let's be real. Armor Coffee is our fourth child. So like watching every, (laughs) y'all, I'm not kidding. This is the best analogy now that I'm thinking this through. Watching everything, one baby step of like us being able to afford brand new furniture, us putting wallpaper up in the, in the bonus room that people rent out to use. All that little stuff is like watching your baby do like these things. It's a huge investment, not only of money, but it's our time and our mental. Our whole family is invested in this. You know, we've got our, my parents rooting for us, your parents rooting for us. And so yep. every little step is like another net that we're grabbing onto yep. to where we can go for it. Yeah, we were, yeah, for sure. I mean, like there's- <laughs> a blessing. There's so many things that have happened in on just this small one coffee shop that we have. And, you know, right now it's one coffee shop and, you know, next year or this year, actually next year because it's almost the end yeah. of the year, we'll have the brewery, we'll have a couple more shops. We're at a, 
at a lease for another spot, which I'm not going to announce are you yet. Spilling tea? Yeah, on well, the there's podcast? more things. I'm just, gonna we're, wait. we're growing, but we will be expanding. Even, yeah, that's happening. It's 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 God willing. Yeah, and, but yes. but even creating armor and doing that remodel, putting your your kind of mark on it, which was fun for me to bring you into this to be able to like help the design and put like yeah. the Gen Todrick touch on things. It really made it feel intimate and cool. I mean, that shop was bootleg between us and our GC Jake. I mean, we did we yeah. did that thing on a budget and it turned out so incredibly cool. And even from that, we've learned a lot. Remember, we added the coffee menu. I brought a beer and wine program. And I look at a business again as that, that find your market, do something that's different than, than what your competition doing. And, yes. and ours is bring in amazing food, create great, incredible service, roast your own coffee on shop, create a brand that I just think is kind of like what BA is that the word? Can I say that? Can what? I say BA? BA? Yeah. What's that stand for? Bad, bad, bad donkey. Yes, you may. <laughs> I think everyone understands. It's a bad donkey business, but I, <laughs> but I, I, I really genuinely like, I'm, I'm stoked for this is going. We have so many people. Yes. I, we, there are so many more questions. That's here. Okay. Let's take a few more. Next question I liked is what would you change about your business journey? If you could go back. Ooh, it's a good one. I mean, I have like the most obvious one, but also like it's kind of stupid to say it because everyone learns and they get better with business. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think we both know what. <laughs> you know, I've said this. Somebody asked me this question once before, and I know this is going to sound weird, but I wish I would have taken the risk to entrepreneurship sooner. Oh, that's it? I didn't think you were going to say that. Yeah. I, okay. But at the same time. It was the right time and wouldn't be armor if we didn't do it now because the timing to buy the shop wouldn't have been there, right? Like I feel like you can say all the you, like, you can't but, because it's all God's plan. But it, I it do, happened the way yeah, it's supposed the, to happen. But again, I know like again, yeah. what would you do different? I, I, I wish I would have taken the leap. I wish I would have executed one of the ideas I had sooner and really pushed forward with that a little bit earlier in my life. I don't think that's true because then we wouldn't have had capital to do it. Like if you think about that stuff, <laughs> it doesn't make you sense. Got a loan. I don't think, well, there's a, I mean, I'm being serious. Like, but I was this pre-marriage and kids would have oh, been an easier. Would have, yeah. Oh, totally. Right, like there's less, there's less things you have to worry about. Right. And then having three children, there's more, if the, 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 yes. the risk ratios felt a lot higher because yes. there's not just me involved. I, right? I hear what you're saying. I that would that. have been the time where it's like, you know, the young folks that start businesses right post college and whatnot. I mean, you know, more power to you because what do you yeah, have to you, lose? <laughs> like, honestly, what do you have to lose? Like, so you're saying like that whole four-year gap before kinda. I met you were single, if you would have like gotten this up and started yeah. and been rolling in and I yeah. would have been like, what's up? I'm yeah, just I mean, walking into because, a function. Yeah, yeah, that would have been great. I mean, I'm, I mean <laughs> probably. I mean, less stress for I, me. I, I mean, but it does, that's not trying to deter anyone during the time of any season you're doing it. But what else? Um, I think you no, learned. I, I mean, I think one. every mistake and every issue we've had, we've learned from. And, yes. and I go by the adage is, Every failure is only times that you, it's only, the only time you fail is when you don't learn. Yeah. Right. That's the only time you truly fail. So if there's something that you, that doesn't go your way, that doesn't, you know, you know, the numbers don't expect what you want. The employee doesn't work out. You want somebody steals money from you, whatever it may be. Yeah. You learn from it and you learn that how to, I guess, avoid those pitfalls later. I was to about make to you say, better later. I was about to say like, Every heartbreak or hiccup we've had and have not shared publicly um, or gone into detail about what what came from it is something so much better because it made us better, stronger. Yep. Yep. We were tighter on things. We mm -hmm. were zoned in better on yep. things. And it's stuff that, 
you look back and it's like embarrassing to talk oh. about. Mike was so embarrassed about it. And I was like, Mike, we've never, we've literally never done this. Like yeah. we're going to learn. You can't be embarrassed. Otherwise that's a thing. If you're going to be embarrassed and take it as like a value as a person, don't be an entrepreneur because you don't know what you freaking don't know right. until it <laughs> kicks you in the gonads right. and it hurts and it stings and it is embarrassing. You learn real quick where you can tighten yep. the tighten things. I, I will say this and, and, I'll actually, and it's still applicable even to now. Be willing to invest and work with really good people and that know more than you. I think the thing is I would have hired more experienced people sooner yeah. than later. Smart. It took it took me, gosh, it took until almost last year to really bring in Kyler, who is yeah. incredible, who knows so much about food and beverage that kind of evolved us from the prior. And we had good general managers and things before before that as well. But yeah. Kyler was more that ops partner kind of person that had the mentality of a business owner because he, was a, he is a, was a business owner, mm -hmm. right? So it brought in a person that had a different mentality to be able to grow you to that next phase, to partner with those people, to bring on people. And I think... If well, you I, didn't know to do that. You thought it was just on you to yeah, do it. Yeah, no. You didn't think about, I need to hire someone better than yeah, me. Yeah, so be, like, yeah. hire people better than you what they know. Yeah, And exactly. then you bring in things. It's like a marriage, right? Yeah. Like, you you don't want to marry somebody who's only the same strengths as you. Yeah. Marriages should work best when you have different strengths, yeah. right? And and counter, you know, contrast each other's weaknesses. Totally. So, I guess that. Hey, all your weaknesses? That's what I would have been. I got you. <laughs> You know, you're a great I've business. Got, and look, Jen's my, and Jen's my business partner in this as well, but Jen doesn't run the ops. She's 100% behind the business and she works and I, and trust me, she hears me talking about it every single night and every new, you know, logo change or anything I go to, I'm talking to Jen and she uh, does all the design of the coffee shop. She designed the brewery and the things she's involved in the business, but like the day-to-day -day ops, it's like. No, the numbers <laughs> and units and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I'm. I'm showing makeup tutorials on Instagram. <laughs> like that, I, that, I want to do the creative job. I'm not logistics. Um, but yes, Mike loves to do the fun game at like 1130 at night where he's like, okay, which coffee bag do you like better? And he shows me like seven coffee bags with like one thing different. Like one has one less of a period on something or an asterisk. And I cannot find the difference. I'm like, they all look so good in the same. And it drives Mike. Well, nuts. names, <laughs> names and logos and things matter. Like, you totally. Know, I, all I just the, don't to me, see the difference. I know, but you're like, you're like, you know, even, I hate to say this, but like, and this is even the, how we named our children. You're like, sounds cool. I like the way it sounds. It feels good. But you kind of need that. I it's true. Like, but I was do. like, I want meaning behind it. Yeah, like, Mike wants to make a storybook yeah. out of everything. Well, like, like our, honey, our, it's a what we're talking about the font on the bag. It doesn't need mm, a meaning. It does matter. <laughs> it evokes okay. emotion and the texture okay. and the details make a difference. <laughs> like our first, our our coffee blend is called Kairos because what is Kairos, Jen? It's a type of coffee. <laughs> yes, it is because it's the name of our coffee blend. Yeah, but it is, it is in in. Old Greek mythology, there are two gods of time. Kronos, which is how time moved. It's the movement of time. And then yes. Kairos, which was how you use time or aka opportunity. So in modern rhetoric and Christian rhetoric, it's known for taking action, the opportune moment for God's time and action. That's why I named it Kairos. So that matters. Got it. Right? Okay, I love time. that. Yeah, See? every customer buying it knows that. <laughs> it's so great. They do now. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, that's, I mean, honestly, like, I mean, that's a good question because what, you know, yeah. what would you have done? Um, I mean, I think the, mine's kind of dumb. It's like the most obvious one, but I think the hardest time for us was when we had our first, um, and only bout of 
theft from someone we love and trusted, an employee, and it was really shocking yeah. and a gut punch, and we were new. And yeah. so we come in with, like, rose-colored glasses right. and, like, we love everybody, and, like, we want to create a happy place, and, like, just kumbaya because Mike and I are peppy, um, and we really felt like something was, like, stripped from us a little bit. We felt... Like, are we naive? Do we need to, like, not act this way? Like, do you remember that? Like, us, yeah. we were like, are we coming off, like, too nice? Like, and yeah. we we did not adjust ourselves. We ended up being like, no, this is not, this is who we are. This is who we choose to be. Yeah. And, but it was, like, a shake, like, to us of, like, how do we handle this? And, like, and it was, it shook us. I think it was just a freaking heartbreak is, like, the best right. way. Well, it goes that I mean, part of that is this. I still get emotional. I'm getting emotional now. It was like it, it was so hard. hard. Yeah, it's because we were really close to to our people, and we still yeah. are. And, and you know, it's it's as we grow, it's harder to, to know every in every single person, you know, as as yeah. closely as we did in the beginning of the journey. But it's still we have you know a lot of. Oh, great it's not. It's not that way anymore because yeah. we've grown and it's bigger. We've, and well, and it's and it's also we've learned from the lessons of it. It's like yeah, they, you, you can't know, be uh, in everyone's yeah, personal right. story, uh, and it's like it's you. It's not smart. Care for them. You have to be love, careful. Yeah. yeah. But is you still care and love for everyone of your employees and, and give them great yes. opportunities to create an amazing culture. And, you know, but um, that it goes back to the what we learned. Like, I came from corporate America where there were so many audits and 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 barriers that protected people kind of from themselves. Like, yeah. you, it was almost impossible to steal money from a corporation. I mean, you okay. could. But with those things, again, it goes back to me not hiring people soon enough. Like, I didn't hire bookkeepers soon enough. I didn't hire outsourced people soon right. enough. And these are things where I was like, be willing to invest in the areas that actually matter more. Like we were afraid you, to spend more yeah, money. Keep spending more. Keep spending more. And, and like so you realize, like you got to. You do have it. to. Yeah. And that was kind of my whole point. Is like that part sticks out to me as like the hardest, heartbreaking, saddest part of the journey. But I would not change anything because we got so much smarter and became yep. better, better business owners because of that. I got a good question for you, though. Okay. I'm going to pivot real quick. Okay. Um, pivot! How do you deal with fear and doubt in business? I really don't experience a lot of fear. Is that weird? I feel like I trust you. Like, if I say, That's we're nice. going to do this. What about you in your own business? Do you have fear and doubt in your... Because you're running your uh, own business. Yeah. I, mean, you're, do I, don't, you... I don't have a fearful job. <laughs> <laughs> I love my job. I really don't get fearful about yeah. that stuff. To be honest, I everything I do, if I don't want to do it, I just say no. It's not like a fear. It's I'm not one of those people that has like FOMO. I'm not trying to do something just to like keep up with people or like do it because someone else did it. Anything that falls into my lap or an email, I open it and I know instantly if I want to do it or not. Well, I mean, I prayed on whether if I'm going to do a show or not. And I finally was like, okay, I need to answer. Again, third production company that fell into my email. I probably should give them, you know, give yeah. it a try and see how it ends up. Um what is my biggest fear? I feel like. No, how feel, do you handle it? I guess um, you just said you don't. You trust me, which is nice. I appreciate that. I pray. I'm just a person that like, I'm not a fearful person. I'm a hover mom. So if I have any fear in my life, it's like, what if my kids <laughs> ski off the side of a mountain? Like when we're skiing right. or like water parks with a toddler are terrifying to me because I'm a control freak. Um, so I think only fear that sets in, in my life has to do with kid stuff. Mm -hmm. That's it. Everything else, I mean, I'm not going to skydive. I want to put my feet on the ground, and I'm not going in a submarine ever. I yep. want to stay on the earth on the normal level. But other than that, I'm not fearful. Like, yeah. I'm, I, I think we do it. I always have, like, 
I feel like um, I've never been that person. I've only had one experience in my life where I feel like, God, I audibly heard something in my brain. Um, it has something to do with one of our kids. But that's the only time I've ever felt that. And so I always have been envious of, like, people who are like, God's spoken to me and this and that because I feel like I was a youth leader when I was in high school and, like, all these people would have all these stories. And I was like, man, does God know I'm here? Does he have my number? Because I don't hear nothing. And But I, what I do feel like is I feel like I just have a very a guttural feeling, even navigating my job. Right. If something is not right, I just freaking know. Like, I get instantly, you know, I'm stubborn. I'm like, nope, not doing it. Right. And Mike will be like, I don't understand. This blood this is great. I'm like, nope, I'm just telling you, I don't feel right about it. Yep. I'm not doing it. And it comes even just down to, like, companies I'm partnering with, what I'm getting a discount code for, like, silly things, what I'm interviews I'm going on. Um, what I'm doing on my show, it's that all that stuff, I have this guttural feeling and I do think it's God. So right. I feel like he's navigating me in a different way. He's got a hold of my gut. He's in my stomach. I, I'm envious of it because then I, can I tell you something? Okay. I have constant fear and doubt. Really? Yeah. You don't You don't let it no. off. I think it's very normal Yeah. To, to, because it's about looking at the worst case of things. And my brain looks at contingencies as about saying that there's constant fear and doubt. It's there. Right. But I look at it as a healthy thing. As long as it's not unhealthy fear, but it's fear that is garnered in to the courage to move on to be able to create action that actually mitigates yeah. the negative right if you go in i think into business with naivety of like no this is gonna succeed no matter what i think it's yeah. that that's a good thing but at, at a certain times in life there has to be a healthy responsibility saying when is the time to leave when's yeah. the time to exit when's yeah. the time to do it and i think those fears and doubts create guardrails to not make poor business decisions but if you're doing if your fear is holding you back from from making decisions to move forward, like yeah. investing and taking a little bit of risk and going to leverage and working with banks. Yeah. All those things are fearful. Like it is fearful. Jen, look, the brewery, we took a big loan a out huge, of this brewery. But I trust it's, you. If right. you weren't but, here, but I wouldn't do, do the do, same. Do you think there's not fear involved in that or like doubt? Like of oh, course no, there's. Totally. Now I, I have faith and that's no. where it comes back to the standpoint of my faith. And again, trying to be courageous enough to move beyond that. Like as if I didn't believe in the plan, I wouldn't be doing it. But there's others always going to be, I think, in any person's mind that is a, is afraid to do business because you have some fear and doubt. It's very normal to have fear and doubt. I guess right. is the point of it. So yeah, I have, despite the successes we're having in business, there's still always fear. There's still, there's still some fear and doubt. No, But, I, I but totally, you've got to move beyond it. I totally get what you're saying. I think what's different is like, you are the one that's really head on facing like all these decisions as far as like, okay, we're going to look at this building. I literally look to you with armor coffee and I say, do you think the building's good? Of course I'll put in my two cents and I'll be like, no, this doesn't have a drive through. Um, this looks like we're in a freaking desert. I don't know if this is the best spot, like little things like that. But overall, I mean, I'm running my business and doing the TV show and all that. I feel like with, I'm thinking of my job, which is, I'm not fearful in my job. Now, if we're going to go to just strictly the coffee shop business, we got to specify what business we're talking about. I wouldn't do it without you. Yeah. There's no way. It's way too much risk. I would be fearful in all over the place, but I'm not. <laughs> so I have a partner, which is you. I think you're one of the smartest people, if not the smartest person I know. Yes. I don't understand why you can't close cabinets when you're done with them. 
bewilders well, me. Why don't how smart called, you are? Look, people <laughs> you're invented, so smart you people can't find invented, ketchup. People have invented so many amazing things. This world, look, my, my fridge shuts itself. Why can't my cabinet shut themselves? All I'm saying is, you're very <laughs> smart. I know that's why I pick up after you and do the things. But so I trust you. I look Thanks, to you, man. and if you say it, it I'm gonna lot. be like, okay, I'm good. It means a lot. It means we well, didn't even get really into the brewery. I mean, that's okay. Well, let's talk about the brewery once the brewery is ready. Yeah, well, it's, it's coming. It's coming. I think that's a great way, actually, to. Do you have another question? No. I mean, well, there's Jen. I have tons more questions, but we're going on forty plus minutes here, so let's probably wrap this up. And you want to ask any more questions? Actually, I love this one. How did you market your business when it was brand new? Oh, uh, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about it on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, we just look. We, I will say we do have a pretty awesome, unfair advantage of having you yes. as my partner, Jen, and I appreciate that. It has been incredible. Team. Um, Mike know, truly is ops, whereas I am like design and marketing. And well, Kyler's more ops. Hi, so, and Kyler. Yeah. yeah, Mike and Kyler. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm brand it's development. You know, executive leadership. I guess yeah. that's right. It's but a team. It is a team, and you look, we, marketing. Marketing is something we need to work on, and there's. I can tell you that we'll that's one there. of the things we've talked. Jen and I've recently talked about the next expansion of like from the corporate team, but things we need to have. And I know, I know there's some roles that we need to bring on board, and there's that like that like okay, all right, well, time to invest in more people. And there's it, we it gets, need. We want a team of people who do marketing or creative, yeah. and who we can make fun little. Facebook ads and like commercial yeah. type things. It's just, it's just the design. We need, to, we need to design and yeah. we need like an in-house person. Cause I right. constantly, it is part of my, my brain. I constantly tinker with things and I gotta, yeah. I need people that can work with me to be able to say, let's do this and bring me things to like speed things up. But yeah. we started from marketing through, through social, social only yep. really straightly social. And truth is to this day, it's mainly been social. I do some Google ads and things like that, but only geotagged and real localized stuff. But as we expand, as the business grows, getting on DoorDash was good. Yeah, that was really I good mean, for a business. Mike's so, been great about you're on Favor, right? Or we were on Favor. Well, so we, think, I mean, DoorDash and Favor, we're on all, we're on all of them now. Yeah. But bringing in better technology, going to a better point of sale system, which we use it like like to, to be like order head apps and things like that. Really doing things to make your business, you know. What people, you know, not, not, you know, trying to, to, to evolve beyond just the mom and pop, right. Yeah. To become something that's scalable. And I think you said it best. And it's something that literally we're going through even right now. Yeah. It's like, you have to, if you can invest and throw down money to just go big at the very beginning, have your people in place, mm. have your design, have your creative. And we're kind of tinkering through that mm. of like, okay, I, are you, hold on, let me finish my okay. sentence before you get all booty puckered over yeah. there it's not we about literally go, yeah. just it's not going down and throwing all your money right i'll take that back i'm just saying are there things that we could be paying a person right now to yes. where mike isn't tinkering with on his computer in the day because he's stressed because he has a ton yes, yes. the answer is yes that's fine what my, my look if you're gonna invest in your passion about something there's nothing wrong with putting your life savings into it if it's reasonable Right, be smart, and you be smart. Be, be smart. But you got to be smart. Don't you be really got to. That's right, and that's understanding the risks. There is a ton of risk ton. in it, and working with partners, and working with banks, and working with other people can mitigate and lower your risk factor, risk ratios down. And 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 that that's the hardest thing is is like when do you bring other people? And it's and and every business is different, and we can only say from our business, but we have a lot going on, and I'm 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 stoked for Armor's going to be because. Look, like I said, next three next three years we're gonna have multiple coffee shops. 
at least one brew pub, maybe two brew pubs. And I, and look, I'm telling you, I want to franchise this thing. Like people yeah. are out there. I, I'm, we will be fran like five years. This are thing we we've... really putting this out yeah. there? Mike, you're putting it out there. Yeah. You need to be it's stuck happen. on it. Yes. This... I know we've talked it's, about it. I know. It's on my vision board. Oh, we don't have vision board. <laughs> I actually do. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. I want to see it when we get off here. It's called the VTR. It's called vision to reality board. Nice. Yeah. Created a whole, whole plan for it. One year, three year. 10 year. I know we've talked about it, but I've never seen yeah. this vision board that you it's speak of. Yeah. Okay. It's a VTR. It's not just a vision board. Vision to reality. Got it. <laughs> I'm so intrigued and I'm excited. Uh, okay. I think we're good. That was a good, that was a, a really good combo. That was a ton. Can I ask you one? Wait, I'm going to ask you this question. Okay. I don't want you to ask me this. Wait, you want me I want to you, I'm going to ask you this question and I'm going to, then I'm going to answer it too. <laughs> I want you to answer then I want it. Okay, yeah. go ahead. How do you define success? Mine always, my mind instantly shoots to happy. And I, I tread that lightly because then my mind goes to like society tells us like, do what feels good. You always need to be happy. And I don't believe within that. I don't believe like do what feels good um, mentality, but success. I think of like, I'm a parent now. So I think of my kids and like, what does success look like? I think success, success is making enough money to where you can live um, and not have a ton of like undue stress about it but ultimately they love what they're doing. And right. so whatever they're doing brings them fulfillment and brings them joy. It brings them purpose and it makes them happy to where they can come home and have functioning, a functioning marriage, be a good yeah. mom or a dad. I think ultimately success is being well-rounded in just life and having happiness in yeah. everything you're doing. I think that's success. I, I, is that cliche? No. That's what I feel like. I mean, I mean, happiness can, you know, it's, it's a state of mind, right? It's a state of intention. I think you can choose you to choose to be happy. You have some to days. choose. You like yep. sometimes like you got to choose yep. to be happy. I will answer this so that we had. I was very lucky. In my last company, we had um, a lot of consultants came in and talked to us, and we had a do, uh, Dr. Milt Lauder who works with Clemson University. He's a sports psychologist. He has his own practice, uh -huh. and he had this one saying up about like success, and it was. And I won't forget. I can't forget it because it's it's to me is really impactful and I think it's how I would look at now success actually hearing this I'm like yeah that is it he said success is a is pursuing a goal worthy of your time the pursuit of a goal worthy of your time I like that right yeah, that makes sense because your time and I had another person another professor one time says like whatever you're spending the time in that moment at that at that moment that's the most important thing in your life Right. Like if you're at time at work, technically you're choosing work over your totally. family. Yeah. Right? Whatever right. you are spending in that moment is the most important thing. But you're prioritizing. So the goal, it's, it's pursuit of a goal worthy of your time. And that's defined by you more than anything, right? Like you, you have to pursue that in this. And to us, but what if someone's pursuing something that they'll never like be successful at? That's still success, Jen, because success okay. is a journey. Right? I don't think there's okay. one thing. I think there's business people, they're looking like, they sold this company and made a billion dollars. Cool, what then? Right? Um, like I, go we, on a vacation? We, right, but then what? Are you done? Are you retired? There's nothing wrong with yeah. that, but that's why a lot of billionaires become philanthropists. They end up doing things because you're like, what am I going to do with all You're this bored, money? yeah. Like, I'm bored now, and that happens with people who sell businesses all the time. We know people that are like very wealthy, and they're like, yeah. it's the most bored in my life, right? Yeah. And it's it's fine. And that's when, oh, that's when bad things can happen and can creep in, yeah, for sure. for sure. But yeah, but it's about being, yeah, and, and I'm saying like, you know, money isn't success. Mm -hmm. 
it's an, it's an indicator says that everyone needs enough money to survive. Right. Right. And you know, there's, there's, there's a study that was done by Harvard about like longitudinal happiness and what's created is it's not, it was never money. Money was never a thing. You have to have enough money to like survive. And I think it was like equivalent, like more than, I think, I don't know, the number is like $80,000 a year or something like for a family. You for can be happy. Yeah. There was something like it wasn't in this insane number or like millions of dollars, but it was the thing that had the lat, the most happiness was deep connections with other individuals. They actually had yeah. the most longitudinal happiness in it. So creating, create connections, but then having a goal, pursue a goal worthy of your time, yeah. find that goal, whether it's being an entrepreneur, it's being a mom or it's being a dad, whatever that goal is that you focus on, if it's worthy of your time and you're, you're focused on it, it's pursuit of that goal. Yeah. What is that goal? Right? Yeah. I love that That's you perfect. just made that poster board a really long story that you, you remember. <laughs> it wasn't a poster board. It was a slide. Oh, a slide? <laughs> a slide and a presentation that professor yeah. had no idea that this was yeah. going to be podcasted decades no, no, later. Sports psychologist, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hilarious. But it was good. I mean, I, look, that's how I look at it, and I, I, would, I would fully you know, subscribe to that personally. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. And my goal is to some someday be finished with this podcast because we're... <laughs> I was like, are you interrupting no, me? I'm just joking. That's a, it's no, a long one. I hey, think it was a good this one. This is a great podcast. This is a long one. They don't have to listen if they don't want to listen. I think there's a lot of good life we could, stuff in there. Look, I think we could do an entire series on this. Like, like, really, there, there, you could Gosh, dig in deep. Stories, even. Like, yeah. stories of it. This You're could right. be a multi-episode one and I know we didn't tackle probably nearly the amount of questions that people have but no we didn't but um so season two um we're going to be doing our finale we're going to be skipping Thanksgiving week and then our finale will come out the next week yep um and then season two we want to get more into interviews so I think that's a great place where we do another business episode where we bring someone in and we can talk about if if people want to hear that you guys let us know um and we can talk about that kind of stuff thank you guys we like to talk well, we made a podcast. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing week. As always, thank you for tuning in. Yeah. We thanks, appreciate it. Thanks for letting me probably talk more than I needed to today, Jen, but I appreciate it. No, I, this is like, <laughs> this is what you geek out on. This is like yeah. your moment. I love you. Yeah, I love you too. I was talking and to guess- the audience, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm getting up. I'm going to bed. It's late. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you guys have a great week. Thank you so much for listening, and we will... Um, be playing your voice memos for our finale episode. So again, not next week. We're going to pause because we want you guys to be with family, enjoy the turkey, all the food, um, unzip your pants. We want you to be so full you got to unzip them pants, okay, for Thanksgiving. What? You get so full on Thanksgiving, you unzip your pants. Okay, what? You don't do that? I did. I thought I did. Did I not? I mean. (laughs) Yes, I did. You weirdo. And then we will be back for the week of the finale. I'm really excited to play y'all's questions. And Mike and I will react to you. You will be part of the podcast. Yeah, let's make it fun. We need to bring, we need some jokes. We need, let's do, we're going to do a bonus one next Monday. We're going to be able to have time to that. No, we're not. I don't know. I'm not committing. I'm not committing to that. We'll see. We'll see see how life goes. I committed to really strong in the beginning and then life. Well, if nothing, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yes, for sure. Happy Thanksgiving. And we will be back the week after with our finale episode. Bye guys. Bye. You, Me, and Mike is a production of The Rambling Redhead from 13 Media. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are available. While you're at it, leave us a five-star rating while you're there. Have an idea for a topic you'd like us to discuss? Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or send us a message on Instagram. We would love to share your idea on the show. 
For a daily dose of our crazy lives, follow us on Instagram at The Rambling Redhead and at Mike Todrick. And catch No Demoreno on HGTV.